Welcome back to the Body Podcast, where we talk strength, conditioning, lifestyle, and everything in between. And today, Body Babe trainer Harper is sharing her journey with us. Well, welcome the oldest body trainer, the grandma of the group, Harper. Thank you, I think. Yeah. Um, yes, I don't know by age, maybe I'm the oldest, I don't know, but um, definitely next in line to Nick and Nikki, I'm the veteran trainer. Yeah. Wild, right? That's crazy. I, I, when I first joined, I think two, I think it was two years before even like a new trainer even came in, so everyone was, mm-hmm. just knew everyone, and then, you know, slowly, you know. We had to add Chloe and (laughs) No, I love our team right now. But it's crazy. I mean, it'll be six years for me in August. I just look back. So six years that I've been with body. That's awesome. In August, yeah. Well, I guess for people that don't, because you're you know, your schedule's kind of all I feel like you're teaching like random classes. So you might not know every everyone might have never taken a class of yours. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You're clearly not from Arizona, the way you say some words. <laughs> yeah, well, and I knew you were going to ask me this, because I feel like, you know, obviously I've been listening to the Body Podcast. I'm like, okay, like prepping myself. What am I going to talk about today? And I, I'm like, Scott's going to ask me to tell me, tell everyone about myself. And there's so many layers of Harper, depending on where I'm at, where I am at 6 a.m., yeah. compared to noon, compared to 5. Like, I feel like I live like a million different lives, but I guess... We'll try to keep it simple, just because yeah. we'll get into all of the stuff. I'm sure with you. Um, I'm from New Jersey. Yeah. Surprise, surprise! I'm a Jersey girl, um, but I love West Coast living. So I love it out here. I've been out here a long time now. Um, gosh, I went to college out here. We'll get into all that, but I, I don't see myself ever moving back to Jersey. I'm so happy for my roots there, but I love living on the West Coast. I yeah yeah I hear you. I mean, yeah. from Boston too. Uh-huh. So, but it's funny. You, you sometimes get that Jersey accent. You can hear it. I'm like, oh, there it is. But us East Coast people mm-hmm. can tell the difference between like Rhode Island to Boston to Jersey, yes. New York, different, right? All Don't are, confuse me with Boston. Those yeah, people, you know. Yeah, I mean, so much more <laughs> superior, smarter. Get out of here. But, Go Yankees. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, yeah, the Red Sox stink right now. <laughs> but you, know, you can hear, but you probably get people coming, oh, you're from the East Coast. And they try to just yeah. guess. And you're just mm-hmm. like. They, they think we all sound alike. To oh, us, yeah. we don't sound anything alike. No. I pronounce water, not water. Like, you know, and so we always, you know, make... It's yeah, just, it's what are you little, saying? Yeah, so... But anyways, yes. yeah, keep going. I would just say, um, I guess to keep it simple, too, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, I'm a big sister, I'm a friend. I've worked in a lot of different careers. Fitness, obviously, is a big one for yep. me. I've been in marketing. I've been in sales. Um, what else have I been in over my life babysitter babysitter to cam yeah babysitter <laughs> to um my husband my my, my first born <laughs> Cameron. and yeah i'll be a soon to be mama so i think there's just so many things that i've done in my 30 something we don't need to put an age by it but 30 you're something you're pregnant years. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what do you mean? Okay. No, I was always told never, I would never, would never ask. They, it, someone would always have to say it first. Yes. Never just go up to someone and be like, are you pregnant? Eight weeks? Yeah, they could <laughs> be giving birth. Right. You're giving birth. And I'd be like, oh, you're pregnant? Are you kidding me? That's yeah, it ask. went in doubt. Just, yeah, just never. Just really, uh, you should just never ask. But yes, I'm eight months. I'm on the last little home stretch. Little man is coming next month. Nice. Well, you mentioned been in sports, uh, Obviously, your entire life, you've done some pretty cool things, but can you kind of talk about how being a part of that has kind of helped your professional career at Body? Yeah. Um, let's see. Where do I start? I mean, I was pretty regimen of like, I have a younger brother, so I'm one of two. Um, 
so we're two years apart, but we've always been in sports since growing up. And actually my aunt on the East Coast owned a dance studio. So I was in dance from when I was three years old. And it just grew from ballet and tap to jazz, to hip hop, to lyrical, to Broadway, to you name it. I mean, I danced on Broadway for a little bit when I was younger, like really cool things being right outside the city. Like we just had a lot at our fingertips. And so I just, it was just natural. It's part of the family biz. And then my brother was doing baseball and basketball and all the things. My dad was coaching him. And that kind of just evolved of us kids being busy and being active and me and my mom being in the stands watching my brother and, you know, my dad coaching his teams. And yeah. that was just kind of the way of life. And, and you went to school, ASU, for broadcast journalism or, right? Yeah, you got and then, it. Then you, well, I'm going to say a little story. So uh, one day, I've been going to buy for like a year and a half at this time. Uh-huh. I'm sitting on my couch doing nothing, obviously, on a weekend. And I look on the X, and I see the X Games. on ESPN because there's nothing going on, like, kind of sports-wise. It's like, oh, the X Games. I'm like, what the fuck? That's Harper. <laughs> and then it's like, go up to, like, Nikki, or I think yeah. it was Nick Nixon. I'm like, Did Harper do broadcasting for the X Games? She's like, yeah. I'm like, that's why she hasn't been here in a few years. They're like, that is crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah. But then you mentioned you've done a lot for Colorado sports. So how what, one, how did you get into that? Yep. Where did you start? How did you get from doing Colorado Rockies games to the Rapids to all of a sudden you're doing the X Games? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, growing up, like, grew up just around sports, just athletics. And I just loved the camaraderie of working with a team. I think it's kind of what it came down to. And then getting into what am I going to do for college, right? Everyone gets asked, what are you going to do? What do you want to be when you grow up? And I think being so close to the city, my big like role models were like Katie Couric on like the Today Show and like Carson Daly doing TRL. <laughs> MTV. Like, <laughs> what, what, uh, I don't Actually, think- if you look back, you could also see me at TRL at um, Seaside Heights Summer House quite a few times. I was in the audience. Really? Also, you guys have, have some of Can those we, VHSs MTV was the best. MTV was the best. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, that's where I was like, how cool would that be to be paid to do a job like that, right? Yeah. So I was just like, so putting that kind of together, it's like, okay, sports, being around team, like, and just like TV and, and all these like, I don't know, events, I guess I was around growing up. I was trying to mold my head, like, how can I make this a living? And that's where I did um, go to school for broadcast journalism. I went to the Walter Cronkite School of Arizona State um, and sports journalism was kind of my focus. I went in thinking I was going to be entertainment because of MTV, Carson yeah. Daly, yeah. all that fun stuff. We do music videos, top yeah. 10 music videos of yeah. the day. Well, and actually, <laughs> fun fact, too, I I interned throughout college with Extra, the TV show. Okay. Um, so I would go to L.A. during the summertime because I was in Arizona. So I'd go and intern there for a few, I don't know, I think I did like a month or two, usually every summer. But I'd do that, and then I did New York City one summer or two for them. And I was like, that's it, I'm going to be entertainment, like whatever. And then the more I started doing it, I'm like... That kind of sucks. You're just like gossiping the whole time, and it wasn't as fun as like the team well, kind of stuff. It, like, the and then MTV kind of slowly went away from. I remember coming yeah. home and be like, "All right, with the top ten songs," and then like, some old celebrity would be on. And yeah, you just watch the that was uh, this was before like MP3 players too. I've got right. to date myself, but like this is how you <laughs> saw your too. this is how you saw the most popular songs in like hip hop and rap was on MTV after school, like three o'clock. Yep, you come back. So that was, that was my form of like. Oh, here's a new song. Like now, I gotta go get the CD, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. or then illegally download it on like LimeWire, LimeWire, Napster, like, it, Naps, <laughs> Napster. That's it. Lap, and then burn it. We're the same age. Burn, yeah, yeah. burn it like, to burn it to a DVD. What are they talking about? Burn it to a CD. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Oh but. God, mixed CDs. Um, but really, so I like somehow it actually. No, I give credit to um, who was it? Was my assistant dean? I think at ASU. 
I forget, but someone at Cronkite School said to me, they did something called Cronkite News. I think it's still around on, like, PBS. It shows up at, like, a random 2 o'clock on the weekdays or something you could probably watch. And they were looking for a sports anchor. And so he reached out to me, and he was like, hey, I know you've, like, been doing, like, the extra entertainment thing, but, like, would you be interested in being our sports anchor? This is, like, my junior year of college or something. And I was like, yeah, that kind of sounds fun. Like... Why, why me? He's like, I don't know. We kind of want to switch it up. We kind of want a female and like this and that. And like, I think you'd be good at it. You know, sports. Cause I was just very vocal. I talk yeah. a lot and talk about sports and whatever in the newsroom and classes, whatever. And, um, so anyway, so that's where I really like started when I started covering teams, there was a spring training opportunity cause we have the cactus league in Arizona, right? Our fingertips, right? There was a little group that they were doing like almost like an intramural type thing of like putting together some students to cover one of the teams, which was the Milwaukee Brewers, my senior year of college. So I got the sports anchor job. I was doing that on Cronkite News. I was doing that every day, whatever it was, free on PBS. You probably look back at it from 2010, 9, whatever it was <laughs> I was there. And then the next year, my senior year, I covered the Milwaukee Brewers for spring training. And that's when I was, like, hooked. Like, okay, I, like, love working with a team. I love working with athletes. They're goofballs, but they're also, like, so disciplined. Like, just seeing, like, the lifestyle behind it, them as human beings. Like, I was, like this is what I want to do, like, scrap the whole extra e-news, whatever, like, nope, like, this is more fun, and this is totally up my alley, and so, getting to your question, sorry, X Games, we'll get there, yeah. um, but getting there, I'm applying for jobs, right, my senior year of college, and I literally, how you do it for broadcast is, you put a demo reel together, so it's, I mean, now it's crazy, what people are doing but for me it was like I had a little website and it was like YouTube and you kind of cut and slice your like tapes together of little mock things I did yeah. so from Cronkite News and Milwaukee Brewers and slicing some things up and I had actually like DVDs I sent out to any baseball team I could see myself working with or moving to because <laughs> I really liked Arizona so yeah. I'm like uh, I don't want to go to like St. Louis but like where else would I want to go you know what I mean yeah. like so I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go and the Colorado Rockies were one of the teams that called me back. And they were looking for an in-game host, special events promotions, and kind of this job. And it actually came down to the wire right before the season was starting. So almost, gosh, like six months after I graduated now, we're like looking to the beginning of the next year. And the Diamondbacks had a job, and the Rockies had a job. And I had never been to Denver. And I remember, like, we were, I was literally in the car with my mom after I got the call, and I was like, I don't know. I've never been to Denver, but, like, something's telling me I should go there. Like, it just seems cool and different, and I've done stuff in Arizona, and, like, yep. it's close enough, you know? And she's like, I think you should, too. And I just, I accepted the job. and never been there, and I moved there, like, the next month. And from there, I worked with a bunch of Colorado sports teams. So my first one that brought me there was the Rockies. I was their in-game host. If you go to a game, you see me on the big screen. Yeah. And then the website and social media and everything they were doing there. And then I started working with a lot of other teams. I started pitching myself, so I was with... Colorado Avalanche, you mentioned the Rapids, yeah. their professional soccer team, and built my resume, and I don't know if you have any questions on that before I get to X Games, yeah, but yeah. Well, two it, years later. It, <laughs> it, it's crazy, because you get with the Rockies, but yeah. in that industry, you have probably someone that works, so baseball goes from, let's call it April to September, yep. but then there's these people that work game operations, or all this communications, or they're... they're uh, they're doing the operations, like whatever comes on the jumbotron at this time and this time. Mm-hmm. Well, those people also probably work for the Nuggets at the same time because you know they're not only going to work yep. somewhere for six, seven months. So it's like, how do I make up money for the next five months that I'm off? So they work for the Nuggets, and they, I'm assuming they probably just like, hey, brought you over, or like the Colorado Rapids don't have too many games. Like, hey, yep. we can work around our your schedule and our schedule. Um, 
you know. Yeah, you know something about this. If you work for a sports team. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I have a little bit, but I, yeah, not on the professional level. But I have a lot of friends that have. Yes, and so a lot of them. It's do. a small world. It is, and once you're in, it, and, and we yep. all are. You don't make a lot of money. Nope. Especially if you're just working for one team, unless you're super high up, you don't. So what you do is you try to help other people, and it's just like, hey, come over to Rapids, you can make an extra like hundred dollars yep. or fifty dollars a game. It just come, it's not too hard, and you kind of just slowly do that. But, well, and then you also start building those relationships, right? So yeah. like a working relationship, so it's so much easier for this, you know, videographer who does stuff for all the teams over there to work with the same host for every game. So it's like you already have a kind of like relationship. You know how to like just show up, get the job done, get out, and so yeah, you start building those type of things where you're connecting people kind of like you said you know and so it just makes everyone's world so much easier and I was very grateful I had people who just definitely supported me because they knew I mean yeah you nailed it you make like no money people think it's so glamorous you're on TV you get all this and it's like oh you have no idea I'm also like waitressing and bartending and doing this fitness class and just to pay the bills at my D3 college I might have been the highest paid assistant coach in the league Uh uh-huh in, in our conference, I should say, in, in yeah. the Little East, uh, I think the most I made in that eight months was $22,500. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. Where I coached at Middlebury the year before, I was like the, the second or third. Since so they didn't really, they had a budget for one. Mm-hmm. So I, they gave me a f- couple thousand, but I got to get a, uh, I worked overnight at a hotel. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But the best part about that was they didn't have meal plans for kids. Everyone just got a limited. And I, at 23, I looked like, it looked like I was twelve. Yeah. I just shaved my. I didn't have a beard. I shaved. I shaved. So a I looked young. Little card. Yeah. So I would just walk in. They never say anything. So I got free lunch and dinner every day, which saved me a lot of yep. money. So, but they, yeah, sports. They is do just, their best, right? They feed you. They usually clothe you. Like I can't tell you yeah. how much Rockies clothing I have up the wazoo. But like you, you know, it, it's it's what it is is in sports. It's a lot of great perks for you to be yep. at the game. It's not. I wouldn't say as stressful as a regular job hitting nope. quota. I never felt like I worked a day. It's I'm so one fun. bad thing away from being broke. Mm-hmm. That's what you're always just like one ba- like if someone hits my car or I hit someone's car, it's my fault. Insurance and covering it. Yeah. I got to drop two thousand dollars. I'm not eating or right. I'm not doing something for two months. Like right. I'm not going. I can't go out and have a beer. Like yep. we used to, all coaches that lived close together. We used to go like two dollar beers because that's yeah. what we the only thing we could oh, we, yeah. I, we have 10 of these and spend 20 bucks that's perfect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. walking home in the winter because you can't afford the, the 30 dollar <laughs> yeah. uber oh, ride yeah, or taxi I yeah, lived yeah. right behind Coorsfield in Denver I walked there <laughs> yeah. back usually yeah. like you do what you got to do but it's so much fun and I mean gosh I was yeah. 21 22 years old I'm working for a major league baseball team in the NHL and like yeah. I mean, I was lit up and I was loving life because it's so much fun. Like you said, there's like no stress. You're having fun. You're in this high, like adrenaline, entertainment, like atmosphere. The team's doing well, or at least the games are fun and people are showing up even if they're not doing well. Cause D- didn't, all right, before we get to the X Games, one, yeah. first off, what was your favorite team to work or what was the best? And I'd say team to work for, but like what environment do you like the best out of all the sports in Denver? Um... Oh gosh, that's a hard ho- question. Hockey is always um, like the funnest game yes. to watch. Compa- it doesn't. And the Avalanche was—they were actually good. And so, yeah. like the like energy in Pepsi Center at the time, now it's called Ball Arena, but yeah. was so just electric. Like it was just there's nothing like a hockey game when they're doing well and you have a full arena yes. of that. Um, but I will say I'm just a baseball girl. Like mm-hmm. from when I was little, like I grew up like in pinstripes, pretty much rooting on the Yankees. Yeah. Um, and that's just how it went. Like that's just my brother, my dad. Like I'm still literally, if you look at my phone right now, our family group text is called the Yankees. Oh, so we're just baseball family. That's disgusting. <laughs> we just are. And that's just like what we, that's our thing. So I think working in baseball was just such like a, 
I don't know, full circle yeah. kind of like thing for me. And Coors Field, if you've ever been, I mean, it's like outside. And when it's summertime in Denver, people are just so pumped to be outside. So there's something about being in that environment too that like... Across from Denver is called this place called View House. Oh yeah, it's like three Very or four stories. Yeah, yes. three or four <laughs> stories. When I moved out here, uh-huh. I stopped in Denver to save my buddy, and we went and got food. Yeah, but we did like a drink and a shot at each floor. Denver I was, to get you I in was so done by the bottom floor. <laughs> yeah, uh, we started eight at the top, a dr- couple of drinks. And we went, hey, one more. Let's do a drink here. Let's do a Rooftop drink here. Bars are yeah. a big deal in Denver because yeah. it's just it's just you can see the Rockies from there. It's 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 uh, fun. My buddy went to uh, Boulder Rocky Mountains. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my buddy went to Boulder, and they had uh, every Tuesday. I believe there was college night. Mm-hmm. He would tell me this, it was it was ten dollar tickets and dollar beers. Oh yeah, and, and but they put all the kids at like the very top section and like it would be like a Tuesday night, so obviously they wouldn't sell out. Yeah. And the lower bowl would be like semi full, but the top would be kind of somewhat empty. But except for like section three hundred two, I don't know exactly what it was, yeah. would just be full of college kids just <laughs> hammered up top. Oh yeah, <laughs> they have something now at Corfield called the rooftop bar, and it's the same idea. It's cheap tickets, but there's literally like three bars up there, and it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah, they they promote a good time there, especially summertime. So to answer your question, I mean, it's got to be somewhere between the Avs and the Rockies. I think just baseball, there's something special in my heart with that, but there's something about live hockey that, like, lights you up. And when you're covering and you're on the mic and you're getting that energy from the crowd and you're giving it back to them, there's just – there's nothing like that adrenaline rush for me. That's awesome. And then – so I guess we never got to the X Games. I'm assuming because you're in Denver, you're in Colorado – Someone reached out from the X Games based on what they've seen from you. Yeah, pretty pretty organic like that. I mean, a little bit of a lull in there is how I kind of got it. So I worked for like every team pretty much in Denver. I was very blessed. And that's not that's not always the case. You know yeah. what I mean? So I got very lucky where it was like kind of like you mentioned, the season would end and I'd kind of pick up with the next team, whatever their season was, you know, between those. And I was about to take a job, a full-time job with the Nuggets and... um it's crazy they talked about pay. And I think, gosh, their their salary they're going to offer me was like 30 or 40K or something. I'm like, shitty benefits. Like, it was something crazy like that. And then I got recruited from a different job in California. And they were starting a show called TMZ Sports. So I actually left Colorado and took this job because they were paying double, more than double that with good benefits. And I was going to be living on the beach in Hermosa and like super, super great. And I share this because... I wouldn't have been able to take X Games because of my other jobs. If I had taken the Nuggets full-time, I would have had to say no to that at the time. But I had built all these relationships because I was in Denver for like four years or so. Left, went to California, left my Colorado jobs, which was very hard for me because I loved my life there. And probably, honestly, if I didn't get that job in L.A., I probably would never never would have left Denver because I loved it so much. But um, the Team Z Sports job was not a good fit for me. I didn't like working in news. I didn't like covering it like on a day-to-day because I like – like the fun stuff, <laughs> like yeah. the exciting stuff, not the like someone's getting arrested and you're like ruining their life and covering it on the news, like yeah. that kind of stuff. It was not for me. So when I I quit, I moved back to Arizona, and um, yeah, that's that's all you really need to know about that. It just wasn't the right for, fit yeah. for me. Moved back to Arizona, and I was kind of just like, I just remember calling my mom, and she's like, "Come home." It's like the holidays. So it was like October or something. She's like, "Come home for the holidays, like Thanksgiving." Christmas. She's living in Arizona at the time, you know, with my family. And she's like, come home. We'll reassess. You'll figure it out in the new year. You know what I mean? Like, no big deal. And I had some friends in Colorado I had reached out to, letting them know. I left TMZ. If anything pops up, let me know. And so all of a sudden, I had a girl from the Rockies who's now doing some production work for ESPN. X Games is in Aspen. I had gone as a fan when I lived out there. Yep. I just loved it. We would just go and watch because it was so close of a drive. 
um, she called me up because she knew I was like, she's like, hey, I know you just left. Where are you? Are you Arizona? Are you Denver? Are you California? Can you be in Aspen in like a week or two to cover X Games because a girl just dropped out? I have this job for you, you know? And I was like, yes, I'll be on the next plane. You know what I mean? Like I was just like, sign me up. What's the job? I don't care. I'm there like 110%. I've been there. I always wanted to work for ESPN as a broadcaster. That's like the ultimate when you're in sports. Like yep. for me, it was like, I want to work for ESPN. Um, and then that's kind of how it happened. And I ended up, I mean, without getting into detail, I worked 10 winter games for them, I think it was. No, 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 10 total, 11, wait, sorry, numbers. Um, 11 X games between winter and summer. So I think I was with them five, six years. Nice. If you fast forward it. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you, from sports, you get into Lululemon. <laughs> yeah. You're like, where did that come? <laughs> right? Just natural uh, progression. You, yeah. You're, you're yeah. broadcasting, you're on TV, and what's next? <laughs> Give me some Lulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had, I, I guess it's good I threw in there about the TMZ thing and quitting and coming back to Arizona. So I was in Arizona just like kind of on vacation, right? I'm like figuring out like, crap, I just quit my job. I don't know what I'm going to do. Ugh, I'm living with my mom right now like in her spare bedroom because I, I don't have a plan, which I always have a plan. And so that was like a crazy moment for me. Um, but picking up these contracted jobs for ESPN and anyway, I'm... I've always been into fitness. Even when I was living in Colorado, I mentioned like doing oddball jobs to like pay the bills. I worked at Orange Theory Fitness in Colorado. So I always had like a, maybe for my dance background, I just kind of liked the thing of classes, group classes, group fitness, focus on like healthy community kind of vibes. So I, I'm just a fitness person as a hobby. I was in a spin class here in Arizona and I had a guy, a regular come up to me and approach me. He's like, Hey, he's like, you're just here like for the, the holidays, right? He's like, would you want to work for me at Lululemon like for as a seasonal, seasonal like part-timer, I need some people, would you work for me? And he literally recruited me off a spin bike and I was like, well, I guess, I don't know if I'm going to be a good worker, I don't know, like I'm trying to get some jobs, so like I don't know how long I'm be around, like, but sure, why not? And that's kind of what got me in and then once you're in the door with them, I was just honestly like a seasonal, I was at the freaking uh, Scottsdale Quarter, whatever that Christmas was and um you start learning what they else they have to offer. So they had a social media job. So I started doing some stuff with social with them. Then I started learning about like just their community and like their culture and their brand. And so I actually had approached them about doing something with spring training. I was like, these guys, because my background working with baseball, I was like, they all are head to toe in Lululemon and they're not sponsored by you. That means they're paying for this stuff. You know what I mean? Like they have all these sponsorships, but they are going out of their way to buy Lululemon. Why haven't you done anything with them? You know, like why can't we do some sort of partnership this spring, blah, blah, blah. And I was super passionate about it. And I had some people who believed in me and were like, I don't know what you're talking about, Hart, but like, sure. If I like give you some support, will you shut up and just do it and like (laughs) leave me alone? (laughs) That is funny because when Lulu first it makes sense that they might not know how to go after the athlete because when they first made it, it was like athleisure wear, like workout wear, but it, but it wasn't for athletes. It mm-hmm. was just for like the regular person who wanted to feel comfortable, look nice and like wear something. Really yoga. Yeah. And like, it, yeah. I started with, yeah, yoga, you uh-huh. know, like the yoga pants mm-hmm. and everything. And then they slowly moved, you know, they got the sweatpants and then the shorts, like I'm wearing it right now. Yep. But Come a long it is, it, way. It's come yeah. a long way, but it is funny that you go to them and you're just like, hey, you have all these athletes mm-hmm. who have social media phones, have big phones, they're on TV, they're all yep. wearing your stuff for free and they've yep. never reached out and you've never sponsored any of them. It's like mind but blown. <laughs> they're like, no, it's like, well, like, this is it. You call one of them like, hey, I'll give you free Lululemon for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to throw some posts out there. It's like, they're yeah. going to get, their, their people are going to start falling. Like, you know what I mean? And 
it's kind of funny because that makes me think that like it was like a, a yoga workout, but someone probably wasn't into sports mm-hmm. because if I create a brand and I saw an athlete wearing, I'm a yeah. perfect spo- yes. spokesman right there. Oh, no. Call calm tomorrow. Reach out. Love my manager to death who I had approached about it, but she, she knew nothing. Yeah. She could have walked by Michael Jordan and been like, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So and they, and they're doing, they're doing very well in the market. They yeah. were doing, they were doing very well. So it's not like it was, they like, you don't know what you don't know. So like, right. Hey, we're doing well. We're making money. Right. Everyone's happy. This place is growing. The brand's growing better than mm-hmm. we ever thought. So why would I think about all our terms? Let's keep going to this direction, yep. you know, and then you create like an extra avenue for them. Yep. So that's, that's literally what happened. And it was crazy because I had reached out to all my old bosses from Denver about like, Hey, it didn't work out at TMZ. It was the wrong fit. Like great experience. So happy I did it. Right. But cause everything falls in place and as it should. Well, you but, learn from it. Yeah. You learn from it. And I, I'd never want to live in the like, what if scenario, you know what I mean? So it's like, I worked for a national network. That was amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like national TV and website and radio and got to experience that. And it just wasn't for me and that's okay. You know? Um, but I'd reach out to all my bosses and I actually was about to get another opportunity to go back to Colorado and pick up kind of where I left off. They like, I left on such good terms. They were like, okay, like wait it out. We'll bring it back. And I just believed so much in this project. I was working on with Lululemon that I was like, I don't know. My gut was just telling me to like see it through. So I stayed and I had like the ESPN X game stuff going. So it's kind of like filling my cup with like broadcast there. I'm building this like business plan and marketing for Lululemon here. I'm still working in athletics. Like it just kind of like, I was liking it. Yeah. yeah, It was good. It felt good. good. I'm like, why are we going to disrupt this? I did that before when I left Denver for LA thinking like the next big thing. And it's like, now that I'm onto something, like, let's just kind of like feel this out and see it through. And that's kind of where I was in that moment. And I mean, it grew. I ended up doing three spring trainings with them. I built my own role within Lululemon. So I was remote and it was called like team sales programming, I want to say. And we did different product, but we did events. We did partnerships. Um, We did so much there. And it was one of like the best times ever that I had. It was really, really fun job. And so you're at Lulu. Now you're here in Arizona. Yeah. I guess you (laughs) are the one that started the boxing at Mm -hmm. body. Mm -hmm. How did that come about? So through my journey with Lululemon, we work with a lot of um, people called ambassadors. If you're familiar kind of with like their branding, if you go to a store, you'll probably see big pictures of people's faces up there with their name and, you know, a gym they're affiliated with or something in the community. So one of the ambassadors I worked with in this area of Arizona, being a Lululemon employee was um, a girl, Taylor, and she was a female boxer at this local gym. And she was, the cutest thing, but badass as can be, you know what I mean? And I just would train with her. Like I was just, I like going to the gym. I like doing different classes. I was spin, I was yoga, but then I started picking up boxing from working with her so closely and fell in love with it. And I, she was growing. They, she actually, her and some business partners um, started their own gym. They were under somebody else and they ended up opening their own gym. And she was like, hey, she's like, you know, you're good at this. Do you like it? Like, would you ever want to teach, you know? And so I started teaching at this other gym and it just, it wasn't the right fit for me just from a timing standpoint and like kind of how they did certain business stuff. It was taking away from my love of it. So I kind of was just into like, just doing my own thing, just training, whatever. But I got certified there. I started kind of working with people, doing group fitness, doing boxing. And then at the same time, big man's looking out. I got Instagram's a thing and Miss Nikki Metzger slides into my DMs. Literally. <laughs> always sliding. Slides she's always sliding the DMs. Yeah, yeah. That Nikki Metzger. Yeah. And she's Let like, me hey. tell you. Right? She's like, hey, like, I, you know, I, and I had gone to body a few Where times. Where you're like, no, I'm dating someone. Sorry. 
Yeah, right. You're coming on too strong. <laughs> this is this is creepy. You're stalking me. <laughs> no, but she was like, I've seen what you've been up to. Like, we're we're moving to a new space. I'd like to add some sort of component of boxing, but that is it was not her wheelhouse. I she's like, I would love to meet with you to kind of chat about it. If this is something you'd be interested in, to kind of like bring and make your own and and in our new space which is the space we're in right now because they moved across Goldwater um and like I said I had been to a few body classes I knew of Nikki at the time Madison was teaching there so I kind of knew of them and I had taken a few of their classes and it was perfect timing because I just it they weren't ready to grow the team at where I was at prior um but this was great. So I just kind of like saw it through, gave my mentors and my coaches who were amazing, who I still actually talk to between Taylor and Corey and Nick is still my coach this day for boxing. Um, kind of gave them a heads up like, hey, I was approached. I like to you know pursue this. And there's something about the body community that like I'm intrigued by. And, um, and yeah, Nikki gave me all the support in the world and the trust to like, let's do this. Let's bring it here. We've never had it at body. And Let's see what we can do. And that was almost six years ago. Nice. And then you slowly moved into like a training role. But Mm -hmm. again, I want to get into, you know, obviously there's new excitement because bodies would be moving also next door or knocking Mm -hmm. on the wall. How excited are you for that that boxing gym? Because it's going to be obviously a bigger space, which actually means more people in there. Mm -hmm. Probably more, I would say, more opportunity to to do different types of workouts with in boxing. Because, you know, more room, more space. You can, again, we don't have as much space. You guys, you and Ramsey do a great job maximizing that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you might be able to throw a couple more workouts or different types of workouts in there with boxing. So how excited are you? And Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I remember even, like, when I first met with Nikki and we were, like, even walking the new space before the building was even open. And I was like, oh, man, this room is tiny. (laughs) Like, the hot box, like, we're in right now. I was like, okay, well. In your I, head, I you can work with this. I can work with in this. In your head, you know? we're like, we can probably fit four boxing yeah. bags, right? Yes. And somehow there's like eight in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I definitely had to like take some steps back of like, okay. And, and honestly, everything I've done with with boxing at body is completely like geared towards body. And like nothing like I've done before with my other coaches. Like I do mitt work. I do different stuff at my other like training. Yeah. And I have taken the skill set and the experience, my certification to really make it very body branded and it works in that space. But there is so much that we are going to be able to do now in the new space of just more room, more people, more like even the boxing bags being higher. I'm excited about for some of these tall guys like that like to hit the shit out of the bag. Yeah. Like go for it now. You're not hitting it at the top. John you Little. Know? <laughs> just, I'm, I'm over there punching the bag. It's like, it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John's like, bam, bam. I know. Bam, he God literally banged one of my carabiners in half last week, which, <laughs> proud of you, John. Uh, <laughs> but, but no, but, and, yeah. and that, and I was, my next question, you kind of answered it, was going to be, so when you were designing the the boxing classes, the boxing classes seem like they're similar to like with a body on 40, yep. 40 on, 40 on, back and forth, mm-hmm. four times. That's not where you came from. So you basically took your boxing experience and kind of molded into like a body type class too. A hundred percent. Yeah. And the first couple of years. Was that the goal right away? Or when you first did it, you were just like, we're just hitting the bag for Mm -hmm. 40 minutes. We're just, and then you're just like, all right, how do we incorporate some cardio more? Right. And it's a way to get more people in there, right? Yep. 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 And how I started, gosh, I mean, I would do it. I would do it time because I'm used to working with like almost like if you ever do like boxing type like training, there's like always like the clock kind of going. Yeah. And you're like the ding, ding, ding. You know what I mean? Like almost like a boxing ring, you know? Um, that's what I'm used to working with. So I would do like rounds always. It's like kind of what I would work with. But I would always incorporate depending on how big we wanted to go because Nikki and Nick are used to like 
you know, fill in the room. So like, all right, we're going to get this many people in. And I was like, I just remember having like a little anxiety because I was like, you're going to fit how many people in this room? I was like, how am I going to do that with like formatting, you know? So I had to shift gears of like, okay, well, it's not going to be everyone at the same time. How am I going to do this where it's like, some people are doing one thing off the bag, then on the bag. So that's kind of how I started playing with it. Um, and then not having other equipment, you know, as part of it. So just, gosh, I don't know, it was trial and error, I think. A yeah. little bit of just using my training, using the space, and then consistently taking body classes. You know what I mean? I wanted it to be the, feel like a body-branded class, too, or it all was very cohesive. That was super important to me. Um, so I think just taking inspiration from, like, what I saw was working, what people liked, what people didn't like... Um, and just getting a really kick-ass sweaty workout where it's like therapy, right? It's super cleansing, clears your mind. You get every, all your anger out and aggression on the back, but also a good core burner, you know what I mean? And, and definitely like get getting your calories burned at the end of the day. So, and in the beginning, it was just me as the boxing coach. So I was able to like try a lot of stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was super exciting. I remember when Ramsey was, you know, inquiring to work at body and we were like going through stuff and Nikki's like, you know, I have this girl, Ramsey, who really wants to work here, but I don't have classes for her. Would you be interested in, like, training her, like, to add to the boxing, like, program, you know, and teach with you? And I was like, heck yeah, it was perfect timing because I felt like I was, like, onto something. And I'm like, now we can really, like, try some other stuff out and I can have someone else to play off of. And, and so that's kind of how it started growing. I think it was, like, a year and a half or two years into body. Nice. For me. That, that's awesome. No, I, I'm kind of excited for the room, or the, the expansion, too, and just mm-hmm. the other, you know, alternatives that... Again, you think you look around Scottsdale, Phoenix. It's there's a hit gym, there's spin strictly, mm-hmm. there's yoga strictly in studios. There's only strictly boxing. Yep. So it's like if you want to get, if you want to do spin, yoga, boxing, and a, a class workout, or if you just want to go to the regular gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's four or five hundred dollars a month yeah. right there, and you know, body is going to provide boxing. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming there's more from what I I guess Nikki posts on the. Website. Believe it or not, I do the podcast where I haven't really asked much about it <laughs> because I think we're going to do a podcast. We're always up to something. You got to well, keep well, up. Also, you know? also, also, I haven't asked much about it because when it starts to happen, mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to get on here. Mm-hmm. And I like to, when I do these interviews, I like to have a little bit of information, yeah. but I don't want to know all the answers yeah. because I want to, like, I want, I feel like as I'm interviewing you, yeah. I'm putting myself in the mind of someone listening. Perfect. And if they're listening, they might have questions that they want to ask you. 100%. So that's why I try to, if I know all the answers, I might skip a question that might be valuable. Right. So I'm excited because body might end up just being, you know, almost like the one pop shop for all, you get a great yes. deal. Uh, you can get boxing, workout, strength, or sweat. Mm-hmm. You, maybe if there's there's room to add some yoga, like mm-hmm. there's some opportunity to like, this could be the gym that you can just come for all three. And you don't, I don't need a boxing membership. I don't need a yoga mm-hmm. membership. I don't need a, a, a gym membership. I don't need all three. I can do one. Yep. Yep. Which, which is great. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. And I mean, I, we're working on programming for other things, you know, whether it's like, I know people have asked us like, why don't you just do like a booty class or an abs class or things like that. And it's like those type of things we want to definitely bring, you know, and try stuff out. Um, and of course, if people show up and show interest, then we'll keep bringing them. So you know? the first ever class I ever did for like actually not body, but in general, mm-hmm. when I was in college, we just built this, they just built this like $40 million uh, student center for like lift, big gym, mm-hmm. everything. So obviously it was very nice for a small school. You go in there and you lift. You just do it your lift. But they had like classes. And this was kind of popular when like Zumba was around. So some kids would like kind of do that. Like professors or whatever would go. But they did a, it was a 30 minute ab blast class. Yeah. And so that was the first I ever class I did. Like I did. So yeah. it was like, yeah. it, I think it was 
like it'd be like 40 seconds of one move, uh-huh. 40 of another, 40 of another. So you go uh-huh. for two minutes, yep. like three times. Ooh, and yeah. yeah, like so two minutes you go and you get like a break for a minute and you go again. It ended up, you probably did like 20 minutes of core workout, oh, yeah. but it'd be a 30 minute class. Yep. And that was like one of the, uh, you know, so I go there before cardio Kill, lift and I just go do, the, yeah. go to the abs and be dead. Yeah. But yeah, it is, it is. It just switches things up. And at the end of the day, I mean, people come to us cause they don't want to think they don't want to be like, they, they want to be told what to do. Right. You know? So like if we can give that variety to like mix things up for people, how they're feeling, what their goals are. Like, I think that's like all of us trainers are super passionate about. And I'm so grateful for someone like Nick and Nikki as my bosses, but my friends, you know, as my family, that they are just like, let's try it. You know yeah. what I mean? Let's try it. Let's plan it. Let's do it in the right way, of course. But like, let's see, you know, what people want and why not? Yeah. If it doesn't work. And we won't do it again. You and know? I, I live, I have like another, not another gym membership, but I like, like mountainside just cause if I can't get to a body class, like mm-hmm. I'll go lift every time I go by myself, <laughs> I'm in there. Like, let's say it's just like back and chest. I'm yeah. in there for like 20 minutes and yeah. I sit there and I'm like, Man, it's only been twenty minutes. Like, yeah, it's I, forever. I, it, it's forever to do this workout. Like, how uh-huh. do I get in for forty? Or when I visited my mom in South Carolina, I went to the gym. You know, pay their daily fee. I get there, I'm like, like twenty six minutes, and I remember looking at my clock. I'm like, man, I can't walk out now. I just signed. They're gonna think I came here for twenty six minutes. Like, what, what kind of workout? People are in the gym for hours. But again, that's why I, I don't. I, someone just give me a workout and let me do it. Yep. Tell me what to do. Like that yep. makes it so much better and easier and you don't have to like think about it because if I start yeah. thinking about what I want to do for a workout oh we're doing legs we're doing this I'm, I'd be like I don't want to go today yeah so it, it is nice and we're the same way as trainers yeah. too yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're in class all the time too because we don't want to think when we're like not putting together a program or I'm not building a boxing class or doing whatever I just want to show up like yeah. tell me what to do I'm here and like <laughs> yep. on to the next I, uh, I joke with Chloe because I don't know if it's true but she laugh was there was a day where sleds was only on sweat and not strength. Uh-huh. And I was like, you made this up, didn't you? You made this workout <laughs> out. I know you did because no person in their Work right flow. mind, no person in their right mind uh-huh. doesn't just do sleds for strength. And so every time yeah. Yeah. you want to do strength this week and you knew you usually do strength on like a Tuesday. Yeah. You purposely didn't put it in straight because you didn't want to do sleds. I know, I know what you guys are up to. I know what you guys are making out your workouts. No, no. I mean it is very um, calculated and programmed very well. Um, there's a rhyme and reason to it all. But no, I know there is. But trying, it is, we're it not is. trying to um, ruin your life, Scott. No, but it, it was funny. It was like I'm like, I'm like, damn sleds, but it's not in strength. I'm like, yeah. Someone made this up, being like, I want. I, know, to I do think this. it falls like one time or something. Because, yeah, I, I know exactly the day you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and I was just, yeah. but it, it, whether it <laughs> is a coincidence or not, I just it was just like, a, it's this funny joke. Because, I mean, it's like when you think your boss is mad, like you're just, oh, my boss hates me. He's always just nagging at me. I'm just like, these trainers are trying to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got to, again, we got to oh, keep it fresh. Strength, we got to keep you on your toes. Oh, you're taking strength this week and it's all easy workouts, but sweat's the tough one. You son of a, no. But, right? Uh, <laughs> No, it's so fun. I mean, honestly, it's like so crazy. I was even thinking too, like trying to prep myself. So I was a little nervous, like what to talk about and whatever with you today too. And it's like, I've been with body almost six years, which is like, I think it's my longest standing job. I want to say like, of like a term, cause I've done a lot of stuff and it's like, and I should think like, why, like what, what is it? You know? And I'm like, obviously I'm so grateful for bosses like Nick and Nikki who are so supportive, who love me, trust me. And I just want to make them proud at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So I think that that connection always keeps me there, but we're always trying to like add a challenge, do something different. It's never just like plateaued or anything. Yeah. And 
some out of our hands with COVID and whatnot, but like we've yeah. always had, we've always had something I feel like, and it's just, I don't know. And so it gets me just excited and like pumped up because of all the new stuff that we're coming up with and bringing to you guys, the members and the community and, and there's just so much more to come. And I'm just really, really blessed to be a part of it. Yeah. My last question is, I guess, what's, what's next for Harper? Obviously, you mentioned you're, you're mm-hmm. doing a month. Yeah. All right. So wow, obviously, obviously be a mom. Yeah. But uh, anything else? First baby boy. First baby boy. Baby in general, but boy. Yeah. <laughs> your, uh, your husband's my dentist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, parents out there, if your kid comes home and says, hey, I'm going to ASU. <laughs> he can still become a doctor, all right? Just so you know. I know he's going to – don't I say, oh, no. He's going to be he's going to be working in sales the rest of his life. There's a chance, small chance, but there's a chance if you do go to ASU, you can become a doctor. So He did not- go to the University of Washington for dental school, but he played football at ASU, and then yeah. he was he, – no, he's, he's a nerd for life. I he told you the last – school. I've known you've been coming on here for like a week. I said I always had – I was planning to get a shot at Cam. So, and then I also got a shot at Cam and ASU at the same time, which oh made it, gosh. which made it make go devils. Great. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, I guess what's next? Yeah. I mean, I'm super excited to enter this next chapter of, you know, the Harper life of all the million things I've done. And the next one's mom motherhood, you know? And I'm like, it's wild. It's going to be here so soon, but I'm so excited. This little man's been kicking me like crazy all day and night. I feel like these days. So that connection of just like, I don't know, getting there, and I'm just getting pumped for it. So he's coming in May, hopefully, even though my husband's telling me he's going to come in June, that little shithead. But no, <laughs> he will be here by the end I, of May. Um, I but I pic- think that's next, yeah. I just pictured right. Cam as a dad, the way he's a, my dentist. Yeah. And, like, he's just like, all right, so this is what I'm going to do next, explaining to the kid. Oh, yes. All, all right, so this you're going to eat the food because you need <laughs> to eat the food because – if you don't eat it, you're going to be hungry later and you're going to be grouchy. But you also need because it's healthy and you need to be hydrated and filled and you need to drink your water. And yeah. have a, like, I feel like he's just going to be explaining oh every little God. thing to the kid. He, he doesn't explain things so Dude, well. He, he does. He does. He's like, just so you know, this, this shouldn't hurt. But if it does hurt, let me know. I'll give you some more Novocaine. And I'm just like, okay. He's like, so what I'm going to do now is I'm, I'm cleaning out everything. He explains it. Like, yeah, so, yeah. so obviously I get it. People yeah. are in your mouth with tools. Yeah. Yeah. And it obviously doesn't feel great. No. So you want to make sure they, they know. But I just picture him as a dad being like, all right, you got to put your shoes on because if we're not at school by seven, you get a tardiness. And <laughs> oh, gosh. I can't wait when this happens. I'm just going to start dying laughing. He's going to be like, what? Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. Um, but no, momhood and then obviously growing with body. I mean, I do so much. Like with the new boxing space, having that new room, I'm so excited to start playing with different formats, adding different things in, adding to just class size in general. Like super pumped for that. Um, you still I'm work looking, with Lulu? I yes, actually I do. Okay. So I know like so different ways. We need yeah. a shirt that mm-hmm. has the body logo on it that makes me look skinnier. <laughs> okay, I'll tell the, the product developer. I will come in for that. I will come in for a fitting. <laughs> Let them know I'm okay. available to come in for a fitting. I think I know some people. I'll, I'll call them. Yeah, up just for see you. if we could just make. I don't yeah. want to actually get skinnier. I just want to <laughs> look skinnier. All right. Okay. Well, for now, I do run our retail. So if you have any ideas for retail body, you could always pass it my way too. So any designs, um, but retail, we actually have some fun stuff we're working on right now for that. So just get ready for some fun colors come summertime. Um, and then I'm actually looking to, I'm going through my certification just for my own personal education. I was curious when I got pregnant to know prenatal and postpartum kind of like fitness and what to do's and not do's and just different things for myself. And now I have this, um, this passion that I want to bring it to the community in a different way. So I'm looking to do that at body. 
So I'll be bringing some sort of programming for that. You know, when I feel the time is right, you know, I don't want to put too much on myself with baby coming and whatnot, but I would say by the end of the year, you'll see some things popping up with that in the new space. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm always doing something, right? I mean, I'm still in sales in some way with merchant processing. If you ever need credit cards set up, let me know. (laughs) Um, What else? But yeah, there's all kinds of stuff, you know, and just being in Arizona, um, I tell people I'm just so lucky for where I live and the life we live. And, but if anyone from California asks or from the East Coast asks, Arizona sucks. We're tapped out. They can't yeah, move here anymore. Uh, it's um, been great because my house has gone up in value. Yeah, 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 but yeah. also, like, I feel bad for, like, some of my – like, trying to go rent the place right now. Right. When I moved here, it wasn't like this. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I, I said yeah, – You're said listening people, and you don't live here. It sucks here. Yeah. Don't ever come. But if you live here – I always said this uh, when I was coaching out here. I, yeah. To a dad. And I said, I really like it. I've been here a couple of years. I really like it. It's just like – he said, listen – the quality of life that you live in Arizona, yep. Scottsdale, Gilbert, if you Chandler, like even Phoenix, wherever you live, it's say you're young, you go to Scottsdale, you have a good time. If you mm-hmm. like going out, you do that, you golf. Then you, when you have a family, you can move to Gilbert, yeah. Chandler, nice areas, get a nice house for the value. And this was again before COVID and the right. housing market. Cheap to live here. Yep. You have, you have four professional sports teams if you like sports. Mm-hmm. You got hiking if you like outdoors, camping a couple hours. You can go skiing two hours north. Yeah. He's like, you, you want to go to the beach? The, you want to go to the beach? Yeah. Quick flight, yeah. 40 minute flight. You know, if you really want to party, yeah. you can go to Vegas. Everything. Oh, yeah. International mm-hmm. airport brings you direct nearly anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. so he's like, the quality of life for, and how much you pay, he's like, you literally can't beat Arizona. He's like, yeah, is it hot during the summer? He's like, Scott, what do you do in the summer? Like, I go to my friend's pool and I sit in it and yeah. I drink. He's like, does that sound pretty bad? I go, that doesn't sound bad at all. No, you <laughs> deal with it just yeah. like you deal with blizzards back yeah. east. It's like it comes and goes and like you can still operate. You can still drive a car. You can still like live the life that you're used to living, right? You're not, I mean, yes, you're hibernating a little bit with the AC, but not like if you're in the other conditions of around the country. So I think just really enjoying my life here, growing our family, focusing on, you know, building a bigger, better body kind of brand for myself and for the team, you know, for for our whole team. And then, uh, yes, I, I, he I, has I, a light bulb that just went off. Light bulb just what? went I have <laughs> uh, clothing design. A lot yes. of people are getting, you know, people are getting married from meeting up body or coming to body. I have yeah. kids. You, I've been telling Nikki, you got to get a body baby clothing line, but baby oh. spelled B-A-B-I. Okay. Like body? Yeah. I like it. So you get body, like, like anyone. You know like, I met like Cam a, at body, what? my husband. You know I met Cam at body. Did you? Oh, you yeah. guys didn't meet before? Uh-uh. No, I actually know this story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, yeah. you were at like a body a, pool party. Body pool party. My first one. It's created more babies and relationships <laughs> than any TV show yeah. ever has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we should have a TV show or not. Old, we no, old not. school. <laughs> five years ago, body would have yeah. been, it would have been a oh, riot. Gosh, yeah, right? it would have been a riot. Five, six years ago, pool yes. parties would have been right. Yes. Now I think it's like everyone's already, like now we're all getting older, but married and our kids. I think kids. you and Chloe talked about this, right? It's like almost like like the original body members are now like, they're having kids and like it's like this next generation of body. You it's, know what I, mean? I said this like, is like when I first came, like even three or four years ago, um, when they moved to the new uh, mm-hmm. thing, you know, Every one of us was like 27, 28. Yeah. Right? So we're 27, 28. We're young. We still think we are. Yeah. yeah, we still, yeah sometimes I drink. I'm like, I should not be doing this. I forget how old I am. But, but you were 27, 26. Yeah. And then you go to the same gym for four, five, six, seven years. And it's like eventually you've, you're going to get married. You meet people. Yep. And it's like it became a like that. I felt like that was like 
our freshman year of college. Oh, yeah. We were all just wilding out of those uh-huh, pool parties. Uh-huh. Everyone, and there were stories. Now there's not too many stories. It's more like we're old, we save it for this weekend, right, and we let right. loose, but everyone's a little more smarter, mature. Yeah. Some people have kids that have to go home. Some of them, you guys have been pregnant now, so not yeah, all the I trainers know. are out. But actually, you should be due before. Uh, yeah, you know. We should make Cam the DD. We should make Cam the DD for all the last nine months. He drives us around. Right? That's what I'm Seriously. saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I know. Shout out to Hayes. He keeps <laughs> asking us, or Andy Hayes. Hey, will, will Cam share you? Can you be my DD too? I was yeah. like, no, shut the F up. I'm not anyone's DD. <laughs> um, but we should put Cam a blast. We'll see. I mean, the party yeah. is, I don't have dates in front of me. It's in June. and June 24th? Yeah, that sounds about right. I should know that. I, I'm I soft 75 and, and soft 75. With Nikki, I should know that. <laughs> Soft 75 ends June 23rd, so that's there all I know. You know. You've got I know. a gold date there. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see. If little man lets me go, then maybe that's mama's first uh, first day out. So Perfect. be nice to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on. It's been a blast. Thank you. Um, yeah. It's been fun. It's been fun. I hope you guys enjoy it. Good job, Scott. Thank you.